0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, your host, Megan Tripp. If you've listened to the show before, you know that a lot of the people who come on as guests are people who are involved in the fan group for the Flophouse. Because I figure if they like listening to bad movie podcasts, they probably would be okay talking about bad movies. So, I thought I'd reach out to one of the hosts of the Flop House and see if uh, he'd like to be on, and for some reason he said, yes, it's Dan McCoy. Hi, Dan. It's
1: it's me, the approachable one.
0: <laughs> that is, that's a good uh, moniker to have.
1: <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I I mean, I don't think it's untrue. I think that, I think you probably could have gotten Stuart to do this if you wanted to. Elliot's a little tougher. He's uh, a uh, busy family man. Mm-hmm. Unlike us, who are just leading our hedonistic lifestyles.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on.
1: Oh, no, thank you. I, uh, I very much enjoyed watching the thing last night that you... <laughs> I was going to say assigned me. I guess you gave me three options, and I picked uh, one. Right.
0: So, so what did we watch, Dan?
1: <laughs> we watched something called Revenge for Daddy.
0: I have been looking forward to making you say that ever since you picked it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, I think I'm trying to figure out what part of it sounds like makes it sound the most porny. And I think (laughs) it's because it's like called revenge for daddy rather Mm. than like revenge for my dad or, or revenge for my father. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It seems very strange that these adult women uh, are sort of infantilizing the i don't know it's it's themselves weird... by calling yes. him daddy although i don't yeah. know if
0: the characters ever refer to him as daddy like maybe no. they do and i'm not remembering it
1: no yeah it just makes it sound more um spicy yeah for the lifetime stelacious. viewers
0: <laughs> um yeah you're like oh what kind of daddy oh their actual <laughs> father okay that yeah. fine um <laughs> Um, So do you watch a lot of Lifetime movies or made-for-TV movies? You know what? I don't...
1: I haven't, really. I think that, like most people, I, um, you know, see the titles every once in a while and I'm intrigued and we will flip to them in between commercials or... We'll get into it for a little while in between, like, just going up and down the dial uh, back when that was more common uh, to just, like, flip around randomly. Um, And I... I guess I did see that one that was like, kind of an ironic version of itself. The like James Franco oh, was in Lake. it. Oh no, no, that's a different. Yeah, they had a couple of those, but like I think it was the remake of Mother May Sleep with Danger. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Where like people were vampires for some reason, but that was like, <laughs> kind of trying to be silly. I sort of assumed that they were, on the level of, Hallmark Christmas movies, which I have seen a fair number of and that they are that they were just kind of bland but competent, but this was so weird and like the quality of filmmaking on this was actually much lower than I expected.
0: (laughs) Um yeah, ten minutes in you messaged and said this movie is nutty. So what (laughs) what tipped you off like, oh this is not not one Uh,
1: Well, okay, I mean there were like a couple of things. The you know, the movie early in the movie, um this woman our our lead character who has no distinguishing characteristics that I was able to see other <laughs> her than Her name's Lisa. Yeah, she likes rock climbing, I guess. That's her yeah. personality. Uh but she is internet dating for the first time, which everyone in this movie thinks is the craziest thing in 2020 (laughs) i don't know uh my girlfriend audrey was trying to like argue to me that you know that there are like certain people maybe older people like who are still a little weird about that whole thing and i'm like well but i you know i uh got separated divorced in my marriage like i was 30 what or something mm-hmm. and i had a period of singlehood where like i was not weirded out by the idea that people <laughs> would date on the internet like that seemed crazy to me what well, seemed crazier to her and and eventually seemed crazy to me as it, the movie went on and there were more examples of it was just how obsessed everyone in the movie was with our lead character's love life yeah um it seemed to be the main topic of the conversation wherever she went and uh our lead character by the way i looked her up her biggest credit i believe would be the uh lead in the remake of i spit on your grave uh-huh. um uh but i haven't even gotten to what i thought was crazy yet the, the things that made me text you number one um her co-worker who at the beginning you think hates her because uh the co-worker like took her boyfriend away bethany uh, yeah. yeah and then later on she might have deeper reasons but um like she hacks into our leads computer i mean she has like administrative access at work not so much hacking Mm -hmm. but like she gets in there and she takes this photo that our lead has photoshopped of a guy she saw on a dating site and (laughs) which she has done to uh appease her mother who wants her to get married or off or, or like date or whatever and like she takes this, this like photoshopped photo, puts it up on the version of Facebook that exists in this world, which is like, what's it called, like Peep uh, on or?
0: Yeah, Faces and Friends was the dating site, and Peep Look was the Peep name look. of the Facebook.
1: And again, in twenty twenty, people don't seem to know how computers work. Who are making this movie because Peep Look? Instead of being like a glossy Facebook knockoff is like, it looks like, uh, you know, uh, like just a, a desktop background, like wallpaper, you know, it's kind of a pleasant like desert scene. And then there's one big profile photo just like stuck <laughs> in the middle, like the earliest web design. J- just Yeah. Kinda...
0: It's like her personal website almost. Like there's different yeah. tabs for each of her activities and what yeah, she likes like... and doesn't like
1: it's a pre-MySpace look like um, and yeah it was so crazy and yeah there were tabs like you said yeah where it's like oh this is my rock climbing stuff but it wasn't an album it was just a bunch of thumbnails like <laughs> like like Flickr or something yeah. and it's and so the hacker replaces it with like found my Mr. Wonderful or found Mr. Right or whatever to fuck with her a little bit it doesn't <laughs> even seem clear necessarily what the end game to that is other than then the guy in the photo gets an alert that his image has been uploaded to the internet (laughs) which i have no idea how this happens
0: he says that peep look has some sort of algorithm that like searches for your face Okay, in I guess. And other images on their site, and then like, they'll alert you if they think they found you.
1: Okay, I mean, that's <laughs> certainly not a Facebook thing. You have to like be <laughs> tagged in a photo for any alert to ha- it, it It just seems so weird to me. And then, like, yeah, I mean, that was the stuff off the bat that was yeah. bothering me, because it just seemed like this movie was made by people who have been in hibernation since like 1990 (laughs) and woke up and someone tried to describe what the modern world was to them. And they're like, okay, I got it. I'm going to make a movie. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it's strange because we start at the rock climbing place and I spent Mm -hmm. so much in the movie thinking that she worked there. But I guess they're travel agents for extreme locations or something. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And yeah. Then,
1: and, oh sorry, I don't know. I I've, I've been talking a lot. I don't know if you like run through the synopsis or how you like to Oh,
0: no, we just you know, talk about talk what about what in the movie. Strikes us. <laughs> yeah. But I just it was confusing because she's constantly doing things with like her coworkers Abby and Bethany, and that makes sense cuz she's friends with Abby, but Bethany and her hate each other cuz Yeah like Bethany's now dating Bobby and they started dating before like she uh, Lisa and Bobby broke up and the guy who played Bobby every time he came on screen I was like who is that guy because he just looked so generic I was like I don't know who that oh it's Bobby (laughs) again
1: (laughs) yeah well yeah and okay so this movie just to give like kind of an overview I think it, it starts off like it's gonna be a stalker movie in like yeah the lifetime drama mold and but then it turns into more of like like she gets framed for murder during a blackout (laughs) and then there's like the mystery of what happened to her dad in the background the whole time yeah and so it gets a lot more whodunity than i had expected at the beginning because yeah the beginning of it you know, she meets this Mr. Wonderful guy after he discovers that her face is on, or after he discovers that he put her site, face, yeah, and he, like, cyberstalks her and figures out where she's going to be.
0: Which I loved, because they have constant voiceover for every click they make. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, she likes rock climbing, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so I like shows, that walking in location too.
1: <laughs> he shows up at her like where she works out and kind of ambushes her to you know talk to her him and like you know she's like immediately charmed by him and asks how she found him and he outright states like oh, I looked through all your stuff <laughs> and figured out where you were going to be and I came here and her response is not jesus christ get away from me you weird stalker her response is like yeah it's amazing how much stuff you can learn about on the internet these days (laughs) (laughs) and they continue flirting and it's just so strange to me but it also gives you the wrong idea of what's coming up i mean it is i assume like a uh, uh, a intentional red herring that he yeah. behaves this way um, because you assume it's going to be a stalker thing but then it's not and I guess that leads me to my next like weird thing about the movie is the movie has to make pretty much everyone in it a plausible uh, villain so in the case of say her ex-boyfriend Bobby like Mm -hmm. he is presented as being like possessive and aggressive even after they have broken up right but then at the end of the movie he's kind of a good guy because he comes in and he's a cop and he like you know saves or helps save everyone yeah so there's like that and then this Mr. Wonderful guy is a stalker And later on, he punches Bobby and kicks him twice while he's down to, like, plant the seed in our head. Okay, like, he might be dangerously violent. But then at the end, he turns out to be the one that she'll probably end up with, it's implied. Yeah. So it's like, because the movie has to walk this line where, like, everyone could be good or bad, it just seems like everyone surrounding her are dangerous assholes <laughs> that she shouldn't be near at all.
0: No, not at all.
1: <laughs> it just By the way, like he punches and kicks Bobby and then like the hilarious thing is like <laughs> to like make him seem like maybe he's not a bad guy. They have to immediately rebalance the scales by having him go to the the bartender, hand over his business card and say, "Hey, I beat up this guy back here. There it was take, take is getting aggressive." You know, like, I'm sorry. Like, here's how you can contact me. And I'm like, what does he think is going to happen in this case? That's,
0: that was strange. Like, in real life,
1: (laughs) it seems like the bartender would, like, you know, call the cops or at least, like, kick him out. Right. And by leaving his card behind, I guess the guy knows who he is, but it seems like he's opening himself up way more to, like, litigation by admitting it to the bartender what just happened. It's very strange, but the bartender's like, okay, cool, man. (laughs) <laughs> and then her cop, like his cop partner yeah. is at the bar too. Detective and someone. Detective, I guess they're different levels, but like, yeah, she's at the bar too. And she's like, oh, you, you hit him. I'm a cop. He's a cop. But she doesn't seem perturbed by it either. She's
0: like kind of menacing, but she doesn't like say anything. She just like looks at him intently yeah. and is like, oh, so you and Bobby talked. And he's, Mm -hmm. like, already admitted to, like, punching him and kicking him. And then she's like, oh, so you kicked Bobby then? And he's like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And it's like, what is happening here? I don't understand. Is she going to press charges? Is she going to cause trouble for him? And she just kind of lets him leave, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, and I looked that actor up and she's had, like, I don't know, like 80 credits or something like that. So I can only presume that she is a good actor normally. But yeah. just the general like incompetence of this production dragged her down because she says all of her lines with like the weirdest, flattest tone, like slightly menacing, but that's all she's putting into it. Otherwise, it is just kind of like a steely glare and just complete unemotion, which yeah. I guess is supposed to be intimidating. But then at the end of the movie, where like the heroine is like acting obviously very weird because there's a hostage situation in her kitchen <laughs> the detective just comes off as so dumb yeah. because she doesn't like pick up on any of the weirdness it seems <laughs> and like yeah the, just...
0: the dialogue too it's like almost right it's not uh-huh. out and out wrong like there's one part where Michael and um, the main character Lisa are dating and it's hard to tell how long they've been together at this point later we find out it's been a week and you're like okay um but (laughs) he comes over to her house i think it's after her friend well i guess we should explain she goes out with him likes the fact that he can beat her running they he bumps into bobby and then beats him up leaves the card and then another night gets together with her And Bethany and this girl, Nina, who loves crime and has a folder Mm -hmm. of crime articles on her computer. Yeah. And Bethany finds out about it, doesn't like it for some reason. We don't know why yet. And then Abby, um, the other friend, is there too. And then Michael's there and their boss, Ethan, is there. And then they're all acting as if they're drugged. And it turns out they are drugged. But they don't know that yet, and then Nina and Michael dance, and I guess that's so that the main character is like, oh, maybe I did get jealous and stab her without meaning to,
1: right? Well, (laughs) also, I think it's there because because I think we can just reveal right now that the bad guy is Bethany, and we can get into why. But like, once I think it's because Bethany like drugged her, and then like. Lisa, is that her, her main Like, is that the... Lisa's character? the main one, yeah. Lisa, like, gets mildly annoyed that maybe they were dancing too close or, like, yeah. she touches his knee at one point or something like that. And and then later on, the cops are like, everyone saw you, like, argue with her. I'm like, did they... Was that supposed to be the argument? Or, or <laughs> I thought was it, like, Moore later during a blackout out. or something? Yeah. Like, it, it was so strange. But then, yeah, the next morning after this blackout, Lisa wakes up on the ground next the to the stabbed lot, body of Abby. Is that the... Nina. Nina, okay.
0: The one who's into crime. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, And then she... Michael stro- drops by because, I guess, Ethan tells him that she's still at the crime scene and that there was a crime scene. Yeah. This comes out later. And then... um they the detective sees him and is like oh yeah you're that guy that roughed up bobby i don't like you i have my eye on you Mm -hmm. and i have my eye on this girl who was can't explain where she was or what she did for the past however many hours and then she goes to jail and then she has an ankle monitor on and she's able to stay at home
1: right and then they interview is it Michael? I was, I, everyone's names I am never good at. <laughs> they interview Mr. Wonderful after that. Yeah, that's and, Michael. And and I'm like, like much like you, I'm like, what is the timeline on this? Because <laughs> she was arrested, she made bail, but they like, I guess, sentenced her to a, like an ankle. Bra- I don't, I, I don't know where the ankle bracelet comes in, but like, she made bail, she gets an ankle bracelet, and she seems like the main uh suspect in this case yeah and then they're interviewing michael (laughs) like yeah it seems like that's what would have happened at the the top of the case yeah uh and there's no indication that he's being brought in for a second time so i I, that kind of confused me
0: and she lisa and michael are interviewed in two separate scenes in the same room (laughs) yeah and this is a room that clearly has a sign that says conference room in the background (laughs) and has like a bowling statue i think in the corner (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) um okay where does it this is this is the part where i get kind of vague on what happened i think but uh he
0: he comes over to her house at some point her mom has come over to like comfort her and whatever yeah and This is like an instance where the dialogue doesn't make any sense because instead of the mom being like, oh, do you want to stay for dinner or do you want to stay for a bite to eat? She says, do you want to stay for food? (laughs) And it's like, that's very close to being a sentence a human would say.
1: (laughs) Oh, this reminds me of what I, uh, one thing I did want to say is I turned to Audrey at one point and said, all of the dialogue in this movie sounds like spy code. Like, yes. it's close enough to speech that no one overhearing would know that this is a very specific <laughs> trigger phrase that, like, an exchange they're supposed to be happening, but it's not quite right. It doesn't sound normal.
0: Yeah. You're like, I don't know what's wrong. I couldn't put my finger on it, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's definitely not how people talk.
1: <laughs> well, people in this movie really love to, like, assert what's happening. Like, it's true. <laughs> and then just maybe say it another time in case the audience didn't get it Um, there's one scene later later on like right before the hostage situation goes on where they're like uh, I think it's like Ethan and someone else maybe I don't know they're like maybe it's Ethan and Lisa like they're headed down the hall right before this happens and there's so many cuts back and forth like a head on cut Of her sister and her mom down the opposite end of the hall like saying something in a head-on cut back to her (laughs) there's like five or six of these in this one like short sequence where like they just keep going back and forth like we're gonna go out and get something like okay do you need anything no that's fine all right (laughs) see you later all right you we're going into the kitchen now like and i just like could this not be tightened a little bit like what is the purpose of this
0: earlier than that even so lisa um discovers she goes back to work um because she doesn't she feels like she would just be ruminating on the fact that her friend is dead and she's being implicated in this murder if she just sat at home. But like Nina was one of her co workers as well, so it seems like a bad idea. If I didn't want to think about my friend Nina, who had just been killed, I probably wouldn't go to work, the place where I saw mm-hmm. her all the time. Anyways, Lisa goes to work and she's gonna take on some of Nina's caseload, doing whatever it is they do. I have no idea what a job is. But then she noticed the crime folder and she knows that Nina tried to talk to her about something that night where they all went out so she's like oh this article that I've never read about the hit and run that killed my father is in this crime folder I think she's discovered something and then she looks at this other article and it shows Bethany with her old name Marie Dixon and then she's like Mm -hmm. oh Marie Dixon killed somebody Bethany isn't who she says she is and Then she goes to talk to Nina's husband for no real reason. And then she goes to grab more files from the computer with Uh help from Ethan, who's the boss. And then I was convinced that Ethan was going to die. Like, as soon as he was on screen, I was like, oh, there's an extra one of you. And I'm pretty sure you're just here to raise the stakes. But he didn't die. I was surprised.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he gets knocked out, and someone drops uh, Michael's card next to him, right? That's what happens? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, you're framing this guy, sure, but could you pick a less obvious way than <laughs> literally dropping his ID at the scene?
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, buy men's shoes around his size, yeah. And like, I don't know, leave footprints or something. It does seem very obvious, like a very bad way to frame michael yeah but who Lisa, meanwhile by
1: the way is kind of put together what's happened yeah and like i guess he never gets a chance to tell anyone even when he's getting arrested under suspicion later on yeah it's like, maybe you should you know let people in on what you figured out <laughs> in a more timely fashion
0: <laughs> yeah the way time moves in this movie is weird as well because it's like oh michael we're all so close to you we've seen you so many times that they've been together for a week and it's like how many times has barbara lisa's mom and michael have yeah. even met like twice i don't know but don't barbara, know, but barbara, barbara loves michael. flirts
1: with him every time that's for sure
0: <laughs> every time i love how every time anyone sees barbara they're like hi barbara <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're like barbara's horny we have we know one thing about barbara <laughs> She's on they're the like,
0: oh, you. <laughs> and then every time they say goodbye to Barbara, they're like, bye, Barbara. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she has the closest to a personality in this movie, I think. Yeah. Like, the, the romantic leads are, are the blandest people. <laughs> and nothing they talk about has anything to do with, like, who they are. It's all either about this weird crime plot Mm -hmm. or it's just kind of vague like isn't it great that we found one another like stuff Mm -hmm. and there's one point where like like one of them says that that uh cliche about you know how now is a gift that's why they call it the present or something like that and and the other one's like oh i i love that you know (laughs) like they made it up <laughs> and but I mean, if the... you
0: were attracted to a person on a first date and they said something insipid, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's really great." <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah um, uh, may, may, maybe, but I think we're to believe—I <laughs> don't know—that there's a deeper connection there. <laughs> I don't know uh, if
0: either one of them's deeper than that. I think that's yeah, where they that's live. It. <laughs> but um, so Lisa takes Ethan to the hospital. He's concussed. She's talking to a friend on the phone and she's outside her radius Uh, that's gonna come up at a moment someone runs up to her with like uh, a knife and she's running and they Mm -hmm. have them running for a while but it's not suspenseful for whatever reason and um i mean i guess because they started the movie that way and so you're like well i already knew i was going to come here
1: well but also like it's so it's so anticlimactic because they're like okay we're going to start the movie here i guess it's the closest thing the movie has to action but they're like and then they go like two weeks earlier but so you think that that's going to be a big climactic moment but like she we get to that point and then she's like shot at and leaves or whatever is that what happens? she like runs off after the one like a yeah. cop pops up the and it's cop, like yeah it's like okay <laughs> I thought this was the like big showdown but I guess that's yeah. it yeah she just Scared runs off
0: into the night and then we have still a fair amount of movie left because Michael tries to explain what's going on I they're at the house and he comes to the house right it's not like they're on a second location right
1: uh i can't remember this part of it
0: (laughs) but for some reason they can't hear him knocking and Mm -hmm. bobby goes to arrest him because uh lisa says oh it was michael who ran after me and it was michael's name tag so michael must have knocked out ethan yeah but like they have a police car like at the house but it takes him forever to come get michael Then he leaves. And I think he's the only uniform there. And then, like, it's late. And this is the part, for some reason, I couldn't stop laughing. Because they have Lisa in one chair, Abby in another, Ethan in yet another, and then the mom and Bobby. Or no, Ethan's not there. It's just her mom and Bobby are in one shot together. And so we keep on flipping between those three. And it makes Mm -hmm. it seem like they are definitely not in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) And the sound is different for each person. So it's like someone's in a hallway and someone's in a room. And it's just like, what is happening? Um, But it comes out that, like, uh, Bethany is Marie Dixon. And then the mom's like, oh, yeah, Marie Dixon. And then she does a whole dump of information that's new to the audience and i couldn't follow it did you understand all that happened with marie dixon uh
1: marie dixon is lisa's half-sister because uh lisa's father um uh had an earlier wife whom he left because she had like substance abuse problems Mm -hmm. and uh so that led to bethany his first daughter having this kind of bad life and she killed like premeditated killed i guess i think it was the a boyfriend boyfriend after maybe the mother like overdosed or like she died i think too and so she went to jail and because of all that she bears a grudge not only against uh the her own father who she kills in a in a hit and run as we find out finally um like she was the one who killed daddy and you find out that revenge for daddy means that bethany is taking revenge against daddy rather than what i thought at the beginning that lisa was gonna yeah um even the even the scales somehow but um anyway so bethany's uh, yeah that's who Bethany is and the mom dumps this like so matter of factly
0: <laughs> very casual
1: and like Lisa like pushes back some like she's, like she's more upset about it like being like wait I have a half sister you didn't tell me about um, but the mom's just like honey you know I just didn't want to say anything about it it seems so sad or like I don't know what her deal was but
0: something like that
1: it was weird yeah um, yeah
0: <laughs> and then she's just like really proud of herself for remembering her face, like I thought she looked familiar, and it's like not important right now barbara
1: <laughs> yeah i I cannot remember what uh, whether I finished a thought I had earlier, sorry, where I was oh, saying sorry. that like he's not only she's not only mad at the dad but she's mad at this family, this other family that has had it so easy, which is yeah. why she's been starting to like fuck with Lisa and ruin her life.
0: I'm wondering, did, like, Bethany slash Marie want to, like, just do small things, and then it escalated, or was she always going to kill her? Was she like, oh, I'm going to take Bobby away from her, and then Bobby's a loser, and she's like, oh, that girl doesn't even care. (laughs) Like, I guess I'll cyber bully her. Oh, she ends up dating that guy. I guess that didn't work. I guess I have to kill her or frame her for murder.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is interesting i had a similar thought it does the movie doesn't make it clear whether like she's doing these smaller things just because she likes to like toy with her prey beforehand or whether <laughs> there's like yeah as you say that her motives change over time yeah i don't know um but then yeah the then the cop shows up at the door and like lisa is like so awkward like so awkward oh well bethany because comes at first yeah Oh right. Bethany like calls 911? Is that we Oh sorry. No, Bethany no, Beth... actually comes sorry. to the
0: house, has a gun and ties up both Abby and mm-hmm. Barbara the mom cuz Lisa and I don't know, Michael, I guess go out to grab food at the grocery store and then
1: Uh no, it's Ethan. Ethan oh, like Ethan. Michael's the one. Yeah, Ethan the boss is is around cuz right. they're like best friends too, I guess
0: sure (laughs) Um, so then Bethany comes she has a gun she ties up both Barbara and Abby and then um, Lisa and Ethan come and then they're all arguing while Bethany's holding a gun and Lisa's like says something about her mom being a loser and I was like maybe not the time when (laughs) someone has a gun on you (laughs) to bring that up yeah yeah Abby and, calls the police, and then the detective comes to the front door. Yeah,
1: she she managed to call nine one one behind her back on her cell phone, and uh, yeah, the detective shows up and is like, "Oh, we got a call from Abby at this address, and Lisa's acting really weird." And she's like, "Uh, she's in the bathroom," <laughs> and the cops like, "Uh, well, you know, cause because the call came from Abby." Uh, I just need to talk to Abby. So she, like, comes and starts knocking at the door and I'm like, Abby, are you in there? And this is where she <laughs> seems, like, the dimmest because Lisa's not acting normal and it's obvious that this is a made-up thing and, like, Lisa's like, uh, I don't want you to come in. Like... And so I... I yeah. I don't know who's supposed to be likable or smart in this movie at all. They all seem, like... <laughs> like Bland dummies from top to bottom.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and then... Um, finally, Bethany comes around and threatens everyone with a gun and the detective puts her hand on her own gun and is like, uh, I can't let you shoot people. Yeah. And then Bobby busts in And then Bethany shoots at the detective, is about to shoot at Lisa. Ethan jumps in front of Lisa. Mm -hmm. And then Bobby shoots Bethany. And Bethany dies. And Ethan's okay.
1: Yeah, Ethan jumping in front of Lisa reveals him to be, (laughs) as the movie has sort of suggested before, the only nice man (laughs) in the entire universe of this film. I know. The only one who doesn't kicking you one <laughs> and jumps in front of a bullet.
0: I know. I mean the 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 level to which he has to like overcome to be the best <laughs> is so low and he rises above <laughs> so high yeah. and I was like oh man I'm so glad you didn't die Ethan you're actually yeah. like a great person you're <laughs> a hero <laughs> yeah
1: <Ugh. sighs> which makes it even more of a bitter pill to swallow when <laughs> Johnny Kicks-A-Lot shows up in the next <laughs> scene to, like, uh, uh, I guess a work party that Lisa's mom is also at, <laughs> which was like, what?
0: Yeah, but... I was confused. I mean, I was confused. Why does Lisa hang out with Bethany when Bethany stole her bro- boyfriend? <laughs> because, like, she has a surprise party at the beginning, and I'm assuming Abby and Barbara work together on that. And then, yeah. but, like barbara doesn't seem to know who this woman is so it must have been abby but abby is mean to her at the party so it's like why is she here <laughs>
1: yeah so strange now they are like these like weird frenemies of the beginning uh, I, I i don't but like yeah <laughs> michael shows up and i was just gobsmacked that the movie seemed <laughs> to be like hey maybe we'll get together after all but no <laughs> no one of you like punches and kicks and you both like (laughs) accuse each other of murder (laughs) this is not a good way to start
0: (laughs) he i guess is doing some sort of contract work for the business and so is barbara Mm -hmm. she's gonna like renovate the look of the place it's funny because in the scene before she's wearing like this super low cut shirt that seems to get like lower and lower the longer she's a hostage and then in the (laughs) next scene she's wearing like this pretty shirt but like it shows a lot of her black bra underneath and i was like for a work oh, yeah, yeah. event like maybe tone yeah. it down barbara like we know yeah. we know you're crazy but
1: you know yeah i don't want to <laughs> I, I like there's a limit to how much i want to be gross uh <laughs> even though i'm known as being purposeoid number one on the flop house but uh-huh. uh yeah the mom she uh her breasts are, like, out there a lot of this movie, <laughs> yes. and very much in particular when she's, like, tied up, because the way they're tied <laughs> up, like, just kind of, like, pushes them out and up. <laughs> like, she's the most sexed, sexed up of the the people in this this film. It seems, like, I don't know, it seems crazy that it's not the leads, but, <laughs> sure. I,
0: I kind of wanted Barbara to get, like, a, a new romantic interest. Mm-hmm. Like, if she was, like, a cougar. And she was there with Ethan. I'd love that. I'd be on board.
1: Yeah. But... I mean, they are the two most likable characters yeah. in the movie, so...
0: But she's just working on the office, making it look good, I guess. And uh, yeah. everyone's happy.
1: hmm Yep. The end.
0: <laughs>
1: with their weird dysfunctional relationship.
0: <sighs> so... Um I guess we're at the point where we can judge the movie in terms of uh quality and how much it made us laugh. Mm-hmm. So, 1 to 5 stars for quality and something specific to this movie for nonsense.
1: Mm. What what is uh what would be specific to this movie? Um, um
0: what's the name of that thing peep look
1: (laughs) sure peep look (laughs) one to
0: one to four peep looks or one Mm -hmm. to five i don't even remember how many i do anymore
1: (laughs) well you gave five for the first one so Uh, okay so let's say one to five peep looks (laughs) yeah um uh i give it uh one and a half stars for quality okay um it is uh competently lit you can see (laughs) everything that happens where would you go with uh...
0: with quality I'd probably give it the same it's um, they didn't even bother to put the American flag in front of that sign that said conference room they just try to blur it out and then they have (laughs) like a sports trophy in the background for no apparent reason in the middle of conference room at a police station and uh Uh. yeah (laughs) yeah I'd give it one star.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming that this is one of these things that was like shot in four days.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the duration of the story of the movie two <laughs> weeks is much longer than the shooting time they had.
1: Uh, but for humor val value, um, yeah, I might give it a four and a half people looks. I don't. I think I'm probably over inflating this because <laughs> it's my first. Full, like real non-ironic lifetime movie that I've watched. I think, and it just exceeded my expectations. And uh, for the like, like total uh, misunderstanding of modern life, <laughs> for the uh, weird flatness of all the performances by the like total banality of all the characters (laughs) the weird nonsensical twists um yeah it had everything that i wanted and i don't want to get like serious here at the end but in a stressful time it was exactly the right combination of mentally undemanding (laughs) and funny (laughs) to have a good time
0: yeah i i'd give this for peep looks as well Um, It doesn't have any flamboyant, flashy um, performances that usually gives a high score for Lifetime. Mm -hmm. But uh, do you want to eat food? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. Pretty much everything in this movie is so strange. It's like five different movies. Like the one where her friend dies and she's implicated and the one where she has a stalker but maybe she should trust him anyways and the one yeah. where she he has a separate family and there's like <laughs> a secret love child and then like a, a murder mystery that gets solved it's so much yeah. is going on <laughs> yeah it's everything you want
1: yeah for a 90 minute film <laughs> <laughs> it has like you know enough plot for 8 movies and enough <laughs> character for like a half an eighth, movie? An eighth of a movie. <laughs> uh
0: I don't know. Barbara and Ethan, I think, could be in a movie. The other ones I'm not sure about. No. no. I mean Nina liked crime. That's a characteristic. She did
1: like crime. <laughs> she was an amateur true crime detective. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is how they end the movie. They do toast to Nina. So it was nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, I guess it kind of, like, it kind of helped resolve everything that Nina was investigating. In that, it inspired the murder that that like revealed the plot. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Just like, don't don't do sleuthing on company time. I think uh-huh. is what we've all learned.
1: Yeah. Don't give the crazy person administrative access to your computer. <laughs>
0: that was interesting too because bethany she probably wasn't a real it professional and yet she held on to that job for a year mm-hmm, so she mm-hmm. was pretty good at like jumping in and getting it done you so, know good for her
1: i think it was i think you know that was a subtle way of telling us that she could live a normal life she <laughs> could just get get rid of this anger yeah she could uh, rejoin society you know there's a whole different path she could have taken <laughs>
0: <laughs> she could have been an IT professional. Yeah. But uh, instead, she was a murderer. hmm Yep. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being on.
1: Sure. Thank you. I appreciated the excuse to, <laughs> <laughs> to see this. Now I have the Lifetime app on my Apple TV, so maybe I'll check oh, out more. You
0: should. <laughs> um. So this is a bonus episode. I might do more bonus episodes later. If not, then you'll hear me the usual time, which is the second Saturday of the month. You can follow at NABM Podcast on Twitter or subscribe to get the next episode. Uh, Tell all your non-podcast listening friends to go to notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsyn.com. And tell all your podcast listening friends to go to their usual podcast app, rate and review, stay safe, and thanks for listening.